0: Hi, my name is James Shepard with the Merchant Sales Podcast, and today I want to answer a question from the field. I actually got an email yesterday, and I thought, you know what, um, it was a very long email from an agent who's new to the industry, and I told him in the email, I said, you know, those are really good questions. I'd like to answer those on the podcast and on my YouTube channel because I know a lot of other people are asking the same question. The question he asked is, James, who are the top five ISOs to sell for? And it was a really interesting question because, you know, he makes a really good point, which is, you know, he's new to the industry and there are literally a thousand or more ISOs that are actually out there actively recruiting agents. And so, you know, his point of confusion is, how on earth do I know who i 'm supposed to sell for it 's really difficult, and he goes on to ask the question of you know isn 't there somewhere that says you know here are the top five isos that you know you can sell for in the industry and I wanted to address this question now i can I can save you a little bit of uh, uh, time here and tell you that i 'm not going to specifically answer the question and give you the name of five isos to sell for because it 's just not a realistic question to answer, but what I do want to do is I want to dive in a little bit more and talk about. Should you even sell merchant services, uh, and if so, you know what 's the state of the market and how do you choose the right ISO to sell for? So the first thing I want to talk about is if you do not have sales experience i don 't think that you should jump in and sell merchant services that 's my opinion why because if you don 't have sales experience again, not merchant services experience, just sales experience if you haven 't sold you know insurance or you 've done telemarketing or you know something, some kind of sales. I personally think merchant services is is a very difficult introduction to sales. I really believe that. I think there are easier things to sell than merchant services. So you know, it's not that merchant services is impossible to sell at all. I know people that make a fortune selling it. I've sold a lot of merchant services, but you know, I had a lot of sales experience coming into the industry, and it still took me a little while to you know figure it out. Um, and it's it's a challenging industry. So number one, if you don't have sales experience, don't sell merchant services. Or if you are going to go get a job in your you know local local market, find a local ISO that will hire you as a W2 employee or something along those lines. So that's number one. Number two, if you have sales experience but you don't have merchant services experience, we addressed this in a recent video, but it's kind of funny because I'm looking at the email from this rep and, and he starts out and says, um, you know, he knows there's a lot of different ISOs and he says, I'm less concerned about training because I won't join a company unless they provide access to ride alongs going door to door with a seasoned rep. Uh, and he's more concerned about you know product, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, the funny thing is about that question is that you know, there are very, 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 very few ISOs, none of the top ones that I know of that offer ride alongs and extensive you know training for somebody new to the industry, so you know. You're more concerned about product. Well, the, the thing about it that's interesting is most of the ISOs you find, they're all offering, you know, clover. They all have most of them have a free terminal placement program. You know, you're actually gonna find a lot more similarities in terms of product offering, pricing setup, commission structure. That's where you're gonna find like, wow, everybody's offering the same thing. The differentiating factor here is the training, the ride-along, the, you know, in-person training. You know, that is the differentiator. So if you're new to the industry, let me give you a, a really important tip. And this is something that could save hundreds of you so much time. I know many people are gonna end up watching this video. Let me just tell you something that's gonna save you a lot of time. I can give you the name of the top you know, 10 ISOs out there, right? In other words, where do all the sales reps go and, and sell for eventually and where are all these sales being made? But here's the problem. Almost every single one of those ISOs, those super ISOs, those big companies, I've worked with them, their success rate at taking somebody with no industry experience and making them successful, their success rate is close to 0%. And I know that maybe I'll get some emails from some angry executives at those companies telling me that, you know, whatever. But... You know, I'm sorry but I've sold for most of you I've recruited teams for most of you and many of these people have emailed me and asked me James when we get somebody with no industry experience can we send them to you put them on your team but you you know keep working with our company because we don't have any success getting them going and the reason is simple they're just not set up for that so you need to understand our industry a little bit okay in our industry you basically have these three groups or three levels at the top level you have what are called acquirers or processors depending on the verbiage you want to use this is like thesis vantiv first data um, and several others uh, you know it was world pay until it got bought by vantiv and so there's a lot of buyouts going on there um, and so you have that top level those acquirers now the acquirers in my opinion are not even really the right choice for somebody that has experience in the industry because everybody's like oh I want to go direct to thesis or direct to vantiv well that's fine, but the problem is their programs, in my opinion, are not really the best for somebody even with industry experience. They're positioned best to serve registered ISOs. A registered ISO is a company that wants to promote themselves as a processing company, so they register their brand with Visa and MasterCard, and they register it through Vantiv, t They work for one of these big uh, you know, companies, and they go with them. Many times, they go with two or three of them. Um, Now, in that group of registered ISOs, you have super ISOs and they call them that just because they are just really, really big and they do all their own customer service. They do all their own tech support. So again, even the super ISO, if you're new to the industry, even though you know, I'd, have, I'd have to put them on my t- list of top places to sell for because they're amazing. They're not going to give you the skill set of learning how to sell merchant services. Learning how to sell merchant services, quite frankly, you're not going to learn just from my videos, um, and, you know, I wish I could make a video that would magically, you know, put spoofle dust on you and turn you into an amazing merchant services sales rep, but I can't do that. You have to get out in the field with somebody and you have to sell. So that would be the differentiating factor. And so it's interesting, and I won't mention names here, but the rep goes on and asks me about, because I had referred him to one processor, and then he asked me, how does that processor compare to this other one? And it's one of the ones that would be on most people's top five or maybe top 10 list of places to go with. And They have great technology. They have a great solution. They don't have infield training. They don't take you out in the field and do a ride along. So for somebody new to the industry, I can't recommend them even though there's a possibility that in 5 or 10 years they may end up working with that company. That's not who I would recommend right off the bat. Okay. The other really important question that he asks is, Is it still common for reps to sell for multiple processors or to sell for just one company? And this is such a great question and something I get asked all the time. And there's different answers for this question because, again, it depends on where you're at in the industry, okay? If you're somebody who is new to the industry, then no, you don't want to do that. Why? Because it's going to add a whole other level of complexity. Now, not only do you have to figure out how to how to prospect and how to read a statement and that, you also now have to learn, you know, three different merchant applications. You have to find out how to, you know, look at three different commission reports, deal with three different residual payouts. You know, um, so it's just going to, you know, multiply exponentially the amount of, you know, complication you have to deal with as you get into the industry. So the thing I would tell you about it is this. Are there reps who sell for multiple companies? Yes, but what I will tell you is one theme I have found with successful reps in the industry is that generally speaking. They all sell for one main company. Now, they may have two or three processors because, you know, two or three ISOs because they want to go to different, you know, they have a, a e commerce uh, set up with somebody else or a special point of sale integration, uh, you know, something along those lines. But generally speaking, they're putting 85, 90% or more of their business with one company because they want to have that influence and they want to have that relationship. Okay. So, you know, should you sell for multiple companies? If you're new to the industry, no. So, let me be really clear about this. If you're new to the industry, if you go with a an ISO that offers you infield training and all that, maybe you don't get the vast product offering. Now again, I work with companies that do both, but you know, maybe you compromise and you're like, "Oh, well, I can't sell, you know, this amazing technology solution or whatever." Well, who cares? Are you going to lose some deals? Yes. One out of ten deals you're not going to be able to sell because they really wanted that better technology. But the other nine out of ten deals, the reason you're not going to sell them is because you don't know how to sell them. You don't understand merchant services. You don't know how to prospect. You don't know how to read a statement. You don't know how to talk to a merchant. You don't know how to overcome objections. That's why you're not going to make sales, not because you don't have that one technology solution. So what I would encourage you to do is if you're new to the industry. Again, watch some of my other videos. Yes, there's some, kind of some basic, you know, for instance, go to instantquotetool.com and log in, click on courses, and there's one called, I think, uh, search for commission. I have one in there on like merchant services commission. So you can get a better understanding of that. So, do you need that stuff? Yes, you need a good commission. But the differentiating factor and the one that's really going to set an ISO apart for somebody who's new to the industry is the training, the ride along. Look at that. Compare those things and see who comes out on top. My name is James Shepard. Thank you for submitting this question. Hope you have an awesome day.